Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Today on the podcast, we're going to look at a passage from Genesis 26. It's actually a relatively obscure passage of scripture, but one I find lots of meaning in. So we'll read, pray, and see what we can see in the Bible. Isaac sowed seed in that land and in the same year reaped a hundredfold. The Lord blessed him and the man became rich. He prospered more and more until he became very wealthy. He had possessions of flocks and herds and a great household. So the Philistines envied him. Now the Philistines had stopped up and filled with earth all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the days of his father Abraham. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you have become too powerful for us. So Isaac departed from there and camped in the valley of Gerar and settled there. Isaac dug again the wells of father that had been dug in the days of his father Abraham, for the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham, and he gave them the names that his father had given them. But when Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found there a a spring, a well of spring water, the herders of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's herders, saying, The water's ours. So he called the well Esek, because they contended with him. And then they dug another well, and they quarreled over that one also, so he called it Sitna. He moved on from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it, so he called it Rehoboth, saying, Now the Lord has made room for us and we shall be fruitful in the land. From there he went on to Beersheba, and that very night the Lord appeared to him and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not be afraid, for I am with you and will bless you and will make your offspring as numerous for my servant Abraham's sake. So he built an altar there, called on the name of the Lord, and pitched his tent there, and there Isaac's servants dug a well. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, I Pray that as we sit with this story in Genesis, that you would help us to see uh, what this might mean for us, what you might be inviting us to consider as we reflect on our own lives with you now. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So wells, uh, wells are so important. It's the water that nourishes life. And in a desert climate such as the one that Isaac would have been living in, a dry and arid place, a well and water meant the difference between poverty and wealth. It meant the difference between life and death. And for sure, what we see in this story in Genesis 26 is that Isaac had grown in wealth. He had um, massive uh, herds and lots of animals, livestock, a household to take care of. And so water became very, very important for him. He became so wealthy uh, that he began to have to look for increased sustenance. And this has just got me to thinking about our own lives. And maybe very few of you listening to me would say, I'm, I'm wealthy. I mean, some of you thankfully are, but lots of people don't feel wealthy. And yet all of us know what it feels like to need and require resources to sustain our way of life. Similarly, in our walk with God, we require resources, sustenance, places of satisfaction in order to be sustained in living our life with God. That's true in the temporal world and in the spiritual world. What we see in Isaac's story, I think, is something uh, worth thinking about. Um, He had access to wells that had been dug over, had been filled up with dirt, 
um, had had earth thrown in them by an enemy. The Philistines at the time of Abraham's death had actually laid waste to the wells. But the irony is the water was still down there. And this has got me thinking about my own life, places of my own uh, inheritance or my own heritage as a Christian that maybe I don't have much access to, places where the enemy has come in and um, obscured certain gifts or treasures or good things that I would have otherwise had access to. Well, what we see Isaac do, because he was seeking for satisfaction, seeking for provision, is he actually digs up these wells. He excavates, unearths the wells that were once his by right. And I was thinking about Isaac and thinking about my own life and thinking, where do I have... Um, where are there places in my own story that God has given me a, a heritage that I've not yet experienced because they've been obscured or uh, blocked up? Um, I've lost access to certain things. And I so admire the courage, the excavation courage of Isaac. And I would just ask you this question, where might the Lord be inviting you to dig up, to excavate certain values or certain things that are yours by birthright as a child of God, but maybe you've never experienced them. Maybe they've been like those wells blocked up that Isaac had to go dig up in order to gain access to. I think for many of us, we have uh, treasures in our families. We have treasures in the family of God that maybe we've never experienced. The Lord wants to give you access to your inheritance as a child of God, but sometimes that requires you to do a little digging, as they say. It was interesting that after he dug up these wells that were his by birthright and then began to utilize them, that he needed yet more provision. And so he went into the valley and began to dig, and there was a lot of contention over the digging of these new wells. And this has got me to thinking about my own life, that oftentimes when I feel like I'm plowing new ground or I'm digging in new territories, it's oftentimes hard work. We are met with... uh, um, adversarial circumstances, resistance, contention. And sometimes this comes from people, like people get cranky or sideways. But other times we just run into a general sense of resistance where things just don't feel like they're going well or going easily. Maybe in this season of um, uncertainty with the pandemic, maybe you've tried to turn over some new leaves or uh, start some new habits, you know, do some new things. And maybe it hasn't gone very well. Sometimes in that sense, we're like uh, Isaac going out into the Valley of Gerar and trying to dig up some new wells, trying to find new places of satisfaction, new uh, provisions for us. And then when it's a little harder than we thought it would be, we're oftentimes tempted to quit. I find it interesting that he named these wells quarreling and contention. And maybe you have some areas in your life where you've tried to do some new things and it just feels like you're being met with resistance and opposition. So what do you do when that happens? Well, many of us are tempted to quit um, just to say forget about it. But that's not what Isaac does. He keeps digging until there's no fighting. And he finally digs a well that he calls Rehoboth. And Rehoboth means in the Hebrew language, God will make or God has made room for us. And I find it so encouraging to see this man who had to do some history work. He had to dig up what was his by birthright that had been blocked up by an enemy. And then when he was doing his normal digging, his normal life provision, he encountered all kinds of opposition and resistance, but he kept going. 
I believe that one of the invitations in front of you and me is to continue to persist even when we find ourselves being met with confusion or opposition. The Lord wants to make room for us. I believe that that's actually exactly what God wants to do. So here's some questions for us to consider. Number one, where do you sense a need to find satisfaction? You know, remember, water in this story meant sustenance, satisfaction, provision. Where do you need provision from the Lord to be satisfied in your life right now? Number two, I would invite you to consider whether you've lost sight of some of the things that belong to you as a child of God. Even if you've never personally experienced the water at the bottom of those wells, are there things that are yours by birthright, just like was true with Isaac? And is the Lord asking you to do some excavation there? Number three, are there places of contention in your life right now? Contention concerning provision or uh, satisfaction. It'd be good to name those places of contention, places where you feel tempted to quit or shrink back. And then finally, what might Rehoboth, God making room for you, what might that look like right now? I think that would be a really good thing for us to consider. Father, I pray for my friends and I ask for your grace. Lord, as we sit with these ideas, especially early in a year, I pray, God, that you would give us the grace to look at our lives and ask real questions. God, help us to look at the wells in our lives and help us to do the necessary work, God, to be where you want us to be. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. If you felt moved or inspired by something in this podcast, an idea, an image, or an impression, carry it with you into your day as a prayer coming back to it again and again in the spaces throughout your day. Be curious about what God wants to show you. What in your life needs to hear this word of encouragement, inspiration, or course correction? And be courageous in your response. The Holy Spirit will give you the grace to carry out whatever He places on your heart. And thank you for being with us today. We look forward to having you with us again next time here at Renewing the Center. Thank you.